This is MMA Love, Love from America, our podcast in English. I am your co-host, Matt. You know me from the other show with Vladimir. Um, I like to be the host of this show, but um, I'm introducing you now to the unrivaled, unparalleled, incomparable Luke from Seattle. Hi, Luke. Hello. It's... Uh... I, it was everything I could do not to just crack up and break over I, the bed. I actually heard you. I actually heard good. you crack up. So that's that <laughs> might be set. That might be setting the tone of this show very early. Um, yeah, for so the listeners, good. for the listeners all over the world, of course, but mostly the people who are listening to the two-hour Swiss German podcast. Um, Luke, why are we doing this? And um, who are you anyway? Uh, why why are you here? Uh, that's. Okay, the why I'm here part is a long story, but it's it's basically that sometimes there aren't enough podcasts on on the internet about MMA and the weather, and just <laughs> you need to be the change that you want to see in the world sometimes. And if you, if you have, you know, there's 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 your podcasts that want to want to drink from the poison chalice of social media and stir the pot and there's your podcast that ride dana's dick and then there's your podcasts that are super cynical so this somewhere is like in there there's a podcast that's all of those things but also really happy to be doing it and i i hope that i can provide that yeah basically i we we um we met each other as as young people do right now on the internet in a in a forum where we talked and then we said, okay, we need to do an MMA podcast and what a better way to do it here. The idea of, mm -hmm. of the podcast will actually be that we'll have some, some segments or re recurring segments. Uh, you get to know Luke a bit better, uh, who he is and uh, like what he's, what he's actually doing and what he's thinking about the sport of MMA. Or is it even a sport? We'll discuss that too. <laughs> yeah. The, the segments will be restart the sport we'll have a segment called MMA's Pandora's Box Boys. Wow, I, I butchered that, but I'll, I'll be better. One segment is called Luked. And then we'll do just parting <laughs> words and blessings. And it all makes sense to you in a while. But actually, the main, the main thing we want to do is talk MMA, talk the surroundings of MMA, um, and the absurd and bizarre world, and why we're actually watching it. Because it's, it's, it's very strange. It's... It. I tried to describe it to somebody yesterday because, you know, it was a very busy day yesterday. We're recording on the day after uh, Michael Chandler TKOs, KOs Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier TKO KO'd Conor McGregor. And we're recording the day after, and that means that yesterday everyone was extremely busy with all their friends that only tune into MMA when Conor fights. Um, and I described it yesterday as... Anything could happen. And sometimes there's a world champion kickboxer who decides that she needs a submission on her record and goes and snatches one. Um, because anything could happen, no matter how unlikely it is. Yeah, that's the, 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 when I try to describe to people why I watch MMA, I mean, <laughs> I mean, usually I stopped describing the sport or describing why I watch MMA or even telling people that I watch it or enjoy it because um, it's very difficult to explain because on, on one side, of course, it's it's absolutely mind-blowingly awesome and 
watching these these people perform. But then on the other side, there is um, uh, yeah, there is people hurting other people. So it's it's hard to explain. So I I stopped doing it. Yeah, I I certainly don't I certainly don't ever try to explain um, the ins and outs to someone who is already predisposed to dislike it. Uh, or dislike me because I like it, for that matter. Um, I, I work professionally I, in, in a white-collar job now, so it's it's a lot. There's a lot more people who wouldn't be into it, but usually, if someone is, that's kind of how I describe it. Is is there's there's I try to I try to reach back out to that person that casually talked to me about Connor, like in a couple weeks. I'll try to reach out to them and get them interested in the Reyes card because there's a lot of good fights on that card, you know, to get them, to get them into that more, maybe not hardcore status, but watching more UFC than just one big pay-per-view a year status. Yeah. That's, that's something which, which might be something of this, of this show as well. It's of course, if, when we talk about MMA, we'll talk about the whole universe of, of MMA, but yeah, the UFC will be the focus and the UFC is the only organization that's, casuals as we we like to call the people who, do, who are not that into mma yeah the ufc is the organization that people will, will come and talk to me as well and basically in the, in the last two or three years it was only if, if mcgregor somewhere um let's say um appeared yeah. <laughs> because he doesn't he doesn't fight that much and that might be <clears throat> one of the storylines of ufc 275 which yeah it happens like for us here in in Europe, it was today, and um, let's let's talk a bit about that that Two, card. Two fifty seven. Two fifty seven. Seventy five. Fifty seven. Yep. Yeah. I mean, as you might have heard or might have guessed, my my mother tongue isn't English, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying my best. I, I'll learn. Two fifty seven. Yes. Okay. I think I think that I think the the. Uh, the Chandler coming in and, and winning over a top guy was, was great. It adds a lot to the division. It made me really happy. I do like Dan, um, and I do like watching his fights. But it 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 adds that even it adds even more spice to the best division in the UFC. Um, so that 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 got me really fired up. Did you um, think Did it, you think he had it in him in his in his debut to to beat Dan Hooker? I picked Dan, but I didn't think Chandler couldn't do it. I just, you know, I picked Dan because of the reach. I it it almost seemed like like Dan was kind of waiting a little bit, you know, in in that round, and and he, he threw a couple low kicks. He I I feel like he threw a punch, but it seemed like he was trying to judge where he needed to be, and Chandler was just in there, pressure, 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 and I, got him. I mean, he definitely he definitely in the first round he. He was wary of the takedowns, which which people thought that Chandler was was threatening him with, because most of the people, at least I talked to or we talked to on the forum, that that um, gave their take about this fight, thought that Chandler would actually not be able to match up with the striking of Hooker and mm -hmm. take more of a of a wrestling based approach. Yeah, but he did that thing. He threatened with it, and that's all he had to do. It was yeah. great. It's great. Did you see a and Did then, you see a, a a hooker that was very that that was that was a bit a bit um, too what what is what is the word for that too hesitant? 
he's a violent dude. And it, and it, I don't remember most fights I watch, so I don't remember how long it takes him to become the violent dude that he is. But it did seem like he started slow. I wasn't sure if he was just trying to find his range. He was throwing the low kick out there. Maybe he wanted to spend the first round just low kicking, slowing Chandler down, and depriving Chandler of that takedown option by low kicking him. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What we actually, what we actually forgot is, um, and and I, what what I wanted to ask you first about the Hooker versus Chandler fight was, <laughs> in the broadcast they had a ghost animatronic 3D graphic thing <laughs> in the crowd. A, I didn't know about it. I, I, re- how, I was taking, I knew I would record with you, and I was like, all right, I should take some notes. So I tell had me, a, I had a file. Open tell me the the Hooker, the Hooker ghost Reaper thing. Tell me, tell me about it. Note- my my quote is: We are de- we are deprived to face the pain, but we are made to endure this new metal bed track when they open the show and these '90s level CGI graphics on the co-main walkout. What the fuck? <laughs> the, these notes you take. Like, bring, all it said. All it's all I'm saying is: If you're gonna have '90s level CGI or like Bollywood level CGI graphics like that, bring back face the pain. You know, embrace the '90s. These these kinds of takes and and that you actually took a note because I could tell that you were reading it from from some notepad or something. This is the mm-hmm. reason you're here. Just that that might that, that that should be a compliment. It was, it was jarring and like I saw the ghost on the ghostly gallows and I was like, wait, did they do that for the other guy? Wait, are they doing that for everybody? Have I just not been paying attention? No, it was only him, right? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I, I, I took notes too, and I saw it really just with him. I remember that that one fight in in the first, first Fight Island series last summer, I guess, had these these things too. But I, mm. I personally, in this broadcast or in this pay per view, I just saw, um, saw, um, yeah, Hooker's one. That's that's basically. Yeah, I, I don't remember them at all. So that was that was it. I just, you know, it was just another. It was just another source of mirth, and it probably got buried. But I bet there were some really good MMA tweets about it. So you know, because MMA MMA Twitter last night was on fire. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. Hooker oh, yeah. versus Chandler. Do, do we need anything more, Chandler? What does he do next? Justin, yes, okay. I, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, uh, also, Justin. also moving to the moving to the main event briefly. Dustin sounded like he would walk away from from taking a, another fight if they tried to match him up with Chandler. He's he was just completely uninterested uh, when asked about it at the post fight press conference. Why, why do you think that is? He his his logic is. You know, you just beat the guy that I just beat. Great, go get another fight. Go fight Chuck. Go fight Charles Oliveira. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna fight for the belt, and you're not there yet. But I don't even asked about that. Dustin didn't seem to have a good answer for who he wanted next. No. You know, they it it sound it sounded honestly it sounded like it sounded like this was extremely hard on him. Uh, it sounds like. Going to Fight Island is like going to jail for two weeks and then having a fight at the end of it. I mean, um, we have a, we have a small sound clip of him, and I'm going to play it now. Maybe that describes his feelings the best. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. 
That's quite that. That is actually so I'm, good. You you told me to isolate that thing, and and I had to do it at the and, minute you and told later, me. And later, and later in the in the post fight, maybe a couple minutes later, he says, "You know, this isn't Fight Island. This is Hotel Island." And someone had asked him. Someone had asked him, like, how 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 was it here? You know, oh, I was trapped in the hotel room for two weeks. It was horrible. Well, you got to you got to watch the race cars at least, dude. And he's like, dude, I hated it. I hated it. It drove me nuts. Yesterday, I thought about throwing myself off the balcony. He literally said that. And I know he didn't literally think about throwing himself off the balcony, but he was going nuts stuck in a hotel room for two weeks. So basically, he's, And he's, that's he's, the difference between you know, having the Rona protocols that people follow and having the Rona protocols at the Apex in Las Vegas because the fighters can fly into Vegas and get tested and I think they just cut them loose and let them go gamble or whatever they want to do. Yeah, um, let's, let's, let's just say that his, his post-fight press conference was, was actually, it might, he might have to get a fight of, uh, a, a of the year award because it was, it was amazing. Post-fight press conference of the year yes, awards. I'm, I'm so noting far that. 21, if we're, sure. like, It was honest. We have we've talked uh, like two minutes about Dustin um, versus Connor, but not about not actually about the fight. <clears throat> so we maybe should we should do that. Um, I have one take, and I want you to to um, or maybe I I want the organization I'm going to mention um, just credit me when they do it. Um, okay. The shoulder strike exchange they did. <laughs> fight Circus, an organization. I might I might give you a link or something like that. <laughs> fight Circus really needs to take notes here because they did leg kicks only. They, they did like um, three against yeah. one guy, but what they haven't done is shoulder strikes only. And I think I, I'd, I'd watch that. I, I, I even pay some bucks for it. I think I think I would pay five dollars for anything Fight Circus is putting out at this time. I would just feel really bad about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, it would be a five. It would be a five dollars. I really wouldn't want to give them, but at the same time, I'd really. <laughs> Would want to give them because at least then they would pay the poor people they're pulling off the street to do this. I say, know? I'd say you'd, you'd have to feel bad about every um, like like amount you pay for any fight related thing. But shoulder strikes only fight circus. Please take note. I'd I'd, I'd watch it. Th- this isn't Fight Island. This is CTE Island. Yeah, but I, I'll have to I have to pat for you one second. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. it, it you know. It's that, and that was like, and that's when I perked up. I was like, "Oh, oh, he's not, he's not just saying bullshit. He's being honest right now." And I listened to the rest of it, so it was absolutely good. Uh, Connor, Connor retained his speed and accuracy. He was tagging Dustin, um, and it, and he looked good. But yeah, he he was he he's was never been calf kicked before. I mean, he said that, but I mean, he he forgot during his whole post-fight speeches and um, in, in the in the post-fight press conference, he forgot that he actually got knocked out. He he just said it's it was my leg. He he hurt my calf. I, I never I've never experienced calf kicks. He never actually talked about that. He was actually getting KO'd. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I, I I'll be honest. I stopped. I stopped the post fight at that point. I kind of walked away. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, you've never been calf kicked." I just kind of turned it off, moved on with my life. But I'd say, um, I'd say during the first round, we saw we saw a bit of of the Connor we we know. He was he was yeah. accurate. He was he was hard. He he was throwing hard punches. But what what I started to see even during the first round, he wasn't that 
varied with his with his combinations. It was basically just just the same move over and over again. And I think Dustin got a read of it. He he weathered the storm, of course. He had he had to endure some pain during the first round, and he, and of course I gave Connor the first round. Um, but I I think some of the the things Connor said during the post fight presser was true that he actually he did not fight enough. My alarm just turned off. You hear that? Nope. Oh, cool. Oh. All right, this is a good microphone. Yeah, this um, is this is good good podcasting. <laughs> that's why we're here we're doing the pro stuff it Dustin showed up with this game plan and just executed it perfectly do you think do you think that was a game plan like what, what yes, was what, what do you absolutely. think they 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 talked about before and said like okay Dustin you go in there and you do just that Dustin you go in there you tag him with calf kicks and you take away his movement because his his movement, his ability to counter, his ability to slip, you take that away, and then you get to tag him, and that's what happened. It was great. It was really good, man. Like it looked, it looked so good towards the end of the first, on the sh- on the stool going into the second. I was just like, I was looking at Connor. I was like, oh, his legs fucked. He's he's done. You know, because he could to 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 really see it. He could have finished him with calf kicks, and I would have been over the moon. <laughs> yeah, a, a, TK, a TKO by by um, calf kicks, I'd I'd go for that too. I mean, I, that that would be definitely awesome. one of my favorite things in in my in the world. According to sure. Connor, according to Connor, actually, it was TKO by calf kicks. So, the other part of it, and you're kind of you're kind of no selling the the salt a little bit, but. That was the other part of it for me too. Was it means Connor lost, and it means Connor doesn't hold up a division again. Yeah, <clears throat> it means Connor doesn't get to call his fight like he normally would if he had won. Um, and that that part of it, like I want fighters advocating for themselves, but not the way Connor does by holding everything hostage. You yeah, know that, I mean? that was that was the fear of, of everyone going in that Connor might win because that was of course yep. a possibility, um, and then do whatever the king pleases. So actually, I, I'm I'm yeah. I'm very I'm very happy that it didn't happen like that. I I really really enjoyed the fight. I I loved the fight. It it was it was it was one of of, of the better fights we've seen in a long time. I think. It was great. It was super entertaining. The whole main card was super entertaining. Let's let's um, go into that. We, we'll, we'll we had we had Connor versus Dustin. Um, we had Hooker versus Chandler. Any any other fight that stood out to you? Do you want to do you want to hit on? Um, Jessica, I fought Joanne Calderwood. It was uh, mirthful and uh, it it was also frustrating to watch though because it seemed like Joanne couldn't miss but just wanted to be in that clinch for whatever reason. It, it, like there was, I don't know if it was the first or the second round. I can't remember, but she was just throwing her right hand over the top and just tagging Jessica I over and over. I was like, "What? Well, just slide back and throw that right hand again, you know? Reset, throw that right hand again." She can't seem to bring her left hand up enough to block it, so you might as well just keep doing it. She was just tagging her, but um, you know, she got she got it done. She got, she got it done. Got the decision. Uh, the other. Uh, derailment happened in the Marina Rodriguez fight versus Amanda Ribas. Hibas, uh, Hibas is 
one of my favorite people to listen to talk. And I realized yesterday why uh, she sounds like Borat. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. If, if, she, if, if, if she some... says she's she in her in her VO to introduce the fight or introduce the pay-per-view card or something, they were promoing her. And she said something like, I think three round of five minutes is too much. And I just thought my wife, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's, if you so haven't heard, um, I mean, if you're, if you're listening to this, you might have heard it, but if you haven't heard interviews of her, it's, it's quite, it's quite the, the threat. So she's very funny. It's um, very good. I don't know how serious she's always being or if she really is serious and she's just like nonsensical as she is. But, um, there was some controversy, at least at the end. Uh, she got tagged and dropped, and uh, Herb stepped in, but then decided he wouldn't step in after Rodriguez walked away with her back to Rivas, and they had to restart so Rivas could get punched some more, and then Herb stepped in. Yeah, so, I, 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 Herb, I, I, Herb herbed, you know? I yeah, don't know. I, I, I didn't... I mean, of course, it, it could have gone better for her, but that's... I think one of the of the commentators even said it. That's the reason why you don't stop to punch until the the ref is really between you, or really put put his hands on on you. Because I I think Herb did or, or had the, he, he he wanted to do the right thing. He got in there and then she stood up and touched him and thought he touched her and you know it yeah. was you know I I, it, I think it took he, more than Herb. But he, he had the right intention, but but it was he, he shouldn't have moved in like that. He, either you move in or you don't. But I think he wanted yeah. to give. Um, he wanted to give Amanda the the chance, and I mean, she couldn't take it. I I really I really yeah. enjoyed this fight because it was the the first round was was um like really good methodic grappling and le jujitsu by Amanda. Yeah. Uh, she even yep. tried a can opener, which um I I do enjoy can openers. Um, but then in the second round, I mean I mean the striking of of Marina Rodriguez is is something to behold of and. And I, I think she'd match up very good with the top of the division. Yeah, hopefully she gets that fight. Which one? What was do you, do you remember? Hebus rank going into that. The, was she ranked? I feel like she was, but UFC rankings are sort of meaningless anyway. She was certainly, she certainly had a hype train, and she was certainly on her way up upward trajectory listen pal um, we have the we have the power of the internet right at my fingertips so i'm i'm going to check it for you are you journalistic yeah I'm, okay. I'm journalisting this journalist this and and if you want to just give rodriguez a fight in the top 10 i mean send her, send her up to do you think to, i have it I have it right in front of me do you think um I'm, I'm quite sure they actually i'm not quite sure if they already updated it but um Woman's strawweight, of course, Weili Zhang is is the champ, and Marina Rodriguez is actually ranked number eight. And yeah, they, so she needs to fight Duran, right? I mean, Mackenzie is ranked eleventh. Oh, really? Yeah, you had you'd have in, in front of Marina Rodriguez. It's it's um yeah, I, I don't quite get it. It's it's Michelle Waterson. And she crush her. Claudia Gadea. Claudia fights at 120. Wait, no. Claudia fights at 115. That's what... Andrade fights at 125 now. We'll have... Yeah. No, Andrade is also not... An, I mean, we might have mixed it up, but but the, the rankings in front of me say that it... And then it's Nina Ansarov, Carla Esparza, Jan Xianuan, then it's Joanna, and then it's Rose. 
she could fight Jan or Esparza. The problem is you're you're removing contenders almost when you get that yeah. high. You know what I mean? And Suarez needs to come back. I'm I'm I've been sold on the Suarez takedown train, so I'll watch that as well mm-hmm. as soon as she's healthy. Yeah, I hope hope she gets healthy because that's that's the, her main issue, and I'm not quite sure if you can yep. get over so many like back injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, this this fight, um, Marina Rodriguez against against Amanda Hibas, that was that was an awesome fight. Any other thing on this on this card? you want to, to touch on no i think i mean I, I picked it on topology for a little group i'm in and i picked seven decisions and we only got six i think so you know all in all like when you look at it that way you, we're talking about a pretty action card um main card was great the prelims I don't really remember. No, it's it's not much to to write home about. But but yeah, this this main card actually delivered because I I remember that before the pay per view started, we we were talking a bit about it and nobody was actually that into it. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, the, not like an not like an old Connor fight. No, like I, I wasn't no. me personally. I wasn't interested in the in the Connor Poria rematch at all. But I I, I of course miss mispicked it or however you want to say that i i thought that connor would have quite not not an easy journey but but he he'd beat dustin again but mm-hmm. uh, see what happens maybe don't listen to me when i pick you don't stuff. listen to enough jackie slack no slacky J with the shoulder rolls yeah, shout out just to a, that guy just an, just an absolute monster teaching me about shoulder rolls <laughs> i did and i did see a little shoulder rolling so i did call it out uh. but um, it was it was all about the shoulder striking. You're right, not the shoulder rolling. Yeah. It was fun. It was all together. It was fun. Very good. I'm glad I watched it. Very very um, good. As the rest, I you know I. It's funny because you you say you say like it, people weren't too excited. I definitely was not excited. I was on the fence even about watching it uh, live. And it's again that thing where. I want to watch everything live because I just don't know what's going to happen. So just um, just for 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 my interest, um, as a as an upstanding citizen, you you of course bought this pay per view. How much did you pay for for the pay per view in America? It was a lot of money. Um, a lot of money. <laughs> God, I can't. Yeah, let me pull uh, the email receipt maybe that's yeah just here. just for the for the people over here in europe um there is a new deal for i'm not i'm not doing a, an advertisement for it but i think it's a very good deal it's like 200 euros a year and you basically mm-hmm. get access to to the whole of the of fight pass with all the events on there and all the pay-per-views in that price mm-hmm. so that's basically like yep. 15 bucks per month and you get it all. That's great. And, but I heard that that's totally worth it. I heard that you're you're not so lucky. So I just wanted to ask that. I'm I'm lucky in that I can afford it, uh, and not worry too much about it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not taking money out of my budget really to buy it. It's uh, uh I think it was I think it's eighty. I think it's eighty. That is seventy five or eighty after taxes. That is um, that is too much. It's a lot of money. Because Dana, it's, Dana it's was a actively <laughs> amount of money for a for a application to fail for the first three fights of the main card. We true. didn't really talk about that yet because I didn't experience it. But uh, I, I guess a lot of people at, at in America just basically were geo blocked from watching the show for okay. the first couple fights. That's what you deserve. 
I guess if we're going to be marks and try to buy it legally, we should be streaming. <laughs> yeah, because Dana was Dana was actually making a huge point. I'm not quite sure if he has the technical understanding of what he was talking about, but he was making a huge point that he'll basically kill streamers. So he will he will kill his own business by <laughs> raising prices. We'll get into that. That's what he will kill. Any other um, any other thoughts about UFC two five seven? Because I'm that's what that's the way I'm gonna say from now on. I'm just really happy, but yeah. we should move on. Yeah, it's it. This this was our restart the sport segment. We'll we'll explain that that meaning of that thing later. But yeah, this this card is actually absolutely worth watching, and I'll I'll highly recommend it. I had a I had a I had very much a good a good time watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Second thing we want to do here. Oh, let, let me let me hit that pad again. This is CTE Island. This ain't Fight Island. <laughs> we need. I, I needed that. Maybe. Maybe when when the the podcast is getting like worldwide success, Joe Rogan levels of success, I'll put a bit more uh, work into it. I'll I'll load up some new pads, even get some more music and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know how you're gonna do better than that. No. But um, I know you have more buttons on the board. To, to put pads on. Listen, so listen, I have I have sixteen buttons to to fill. Sixteen, yes. perfect. So there, I, we've got fifteen more to fill. I'll keep yeah. looking. Um, the second segment I wanted to do with you is is a segment I'll call. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure about the the name. I call it like MMA Pandora's Box Boys, which is basically a a, a segment. We'll we'll talk about the best gossip of the week. Okay. Um, I have one. I have one thing I wanted to hear your take on. Okay. It's the and we'll, we'll have a bit of, of history with that guy, but I, it's the Ottoman Asaitar um, story. Okay. So <laughs> did, did you did you hear the I, whole thing, or do you want so me to recap? Or I think I think some context is necessary. The MMA gossip boys, which I call in my head, drinking from the poison chalice. Uh, the poison chalice being social media. Uh, I don't, I don't do much on there. Like I only see what people send me directly. I don't, I don't, I don't browse Facebook or Twitter or Instagram very often at all. So most of the stuff you're going to have to fill me in. Yeah. I know that he, he or members of his team took their wristbands, cut them off and gave them to someone outside the bubble so that that person could enter the bubble and give them a bag. But no one knows what's in the bag, and I mean, I'm going to go with pornography or drugs. I mean, yeah, or the, maybe both. The, the 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 riddle of what was in the bag is actually unsolved until now. But we'll we'll look into it because, yeah, it, the story has one one quirk, which is which is amazing. The guy who who actually um, tried to smuggle that bag into the hotel, he, they told that he was shimmying over several balconies. In order to get to his to, to the target where he had to drop off that bag, it's it's like it's. I mean that that is that is awesome. I I have not seen the video, so I can't comment. I don't think but... there is video actually. That that was just people like telling the story, and and I'm oh. I'm not. I don't care. I don't care if this story is true. It it, it like that. But if I, it needs to be like that. Gotcha. So yeah, the, the riddle of, of what was in the bag, but the sad thing is Ottoman was, of course, after that, removed from the event, and he was also cut from the UFC because, yeah, it was a breach of is the security. Is it sad? 
I mean, yeah, it's sad it because for, I don't remember him at all. No, he's like, a very so he you, is a very very good prospect. He's like he's he's undefeated he? okay. and he's he's a good talent. So that's yeah, it's it's not the best thing so that could have could have happened. I yeah. know that I know that. I mean, Bellator doesn't have a bubble, do they? They just go there. <laughs> you can't breach it. You can't breach it if it's not there. <laughs> yeah, right? Perfect. Yeah, that that was that was some some crazy thing that happened this week. So yeah, where's uh, where's Azatar from? Just out of curiosity, do you know? He he's uh, he's a resident of Germany. I mean, okay, he's he might be from Moroccan descent, but he's he's based in Germany. Okay, all right. Yeah. So you would think he you would think he knows how bubbles work. You know, mm-hmm. he's from somewhere that has them. Germany has bubbles. You're mm-hmm. you're south of Germany, but you would know, right? I mean, I'm not quite sure they have. No, I don't think okay. so. They, I, I know that that soccer, of course, is is um, is going on, but I don't. I actually don't follow other sports. That you'll you learn that soon enough. I'm just following yeah, MMA. No, me neither. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, I have I have another thing there. Um, uh, More poison chalice. Yes. No, nah, it's not poison chalice. But if you ha- if you watched the the pay per view close enough, you saw that they had small flying light bulb drones. <laughs> Have you seen this? No, I saw DC reacting to them. I did not actually see the drone. It was it was he really was like very, very put out at the beginning of the broadcast. <laughs> you know these cheesy. Well, they couldn't. So the one thing I did notice about the broadcast uh, uh, production was they started. They did the intro. There was no face the pain, and then they just had the the new metal bed, and 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 Anik was reading the read but they did not go to the camera of the guys down by the cage. They just stayed up in the, in the atmosphere of the arena. Was that from the drone with the lights or were they trying to get the drone with the lights to actually be in the right place? Because it would not surprise me to, that they tried a new thing and just could not do it whatsoever. I, I really hope that that they wanted to just show off these drones because these, these were these colored light bulbs, you know, from, from the, these shady and, and, Mm-hmm. Like shady restaurants in the summer and they were flying yeah. around they, they they mounted these light bulbs on drones and they flew around this this stadium they, i mean that that was that was awesome as well <laughs> awesome you, i'll I'll, sh- I'll link you to to the to the video because you have to see it it was magical and it, it was warm they it, it was like a beacon of light and hope fl- floating through this <laughs> through this through this stadium that it just warmed my heart i, w- I just wanted to bring that up uh awesome good i'll i'll rewatch for okay. sure but just have, to see dc did not know what to do about it like yeah, he, was he liked not. it too I, I think he i think he enjoyed it too he said he didn't he, he hasn't even ever seen light bulb drones and neither have i so i think he enjoyed it <laughs> I, have, I have another small thing okay. i think the best thing ever happening in mma was happening pre uh ufc 257 um Farah Hanun, uh, a very good journalist, actually. You should follow oh, her on Twitter. I love it. Um, okay. She was conducting an interview with Conor McGregor. Yeah. But that was like, it, it, it was just an interview. What, what, what does this, this guy even have to tell us to make it interesting? Or, yeah, what, what, do you, what could you even ask him that would be interesting? But um, the best fighter in the world uh, made an appearance in this video, and it was Max Holloway. <laughs> So these two guys were talking, yeah. Farah and and Connor, and then Connor actually—I mean—he glanced out of outside of a window or something like that, and he saw Max Holloway skateboarding outside. And, yeah. 
And his quote was like, he, he talked to the camera and he said like, that looked like Max Holloway on a skateboard. And then he started yeah. laughing. And, and I think, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see during the year. I don't think this, this ever can be topped. Max Holloway is, is yeah. out there after, after his fight, after he destroyed um, his opponent and, and just was skating outside in, in Abu Dhabi. He, he's, he's just the coolest. Uh, I just found a picture on Twitter of him. Uh, I don't know if it, it looks like it could be Abu Dhabi for sure. And it looks like the same sweatpants he was wearing when he interrupted Connor. It's, uh, he's got great form. I mean, I'm no skateboarder. The only experience skateboarding I have is falling down and getting stitches, but he, he looks like he is just handling it. And it was, it was handled enough to break Connor's character in the middle of an interview. And he went from, he went from serious, taking the seriously Connor character to just giggling and laughing. And is that, is that Max Holloway on a skateboard? <laughs> I mean, this, this scene, we, we haven't, in the video or in the interview, we, have, we haven't seen Max Holloway doing it. We just heard Connor saying it. And yeah, for me, it was magical. I'll, I'll never forget it. I'm not, I'm not joking. It's, it's, it's something I'll, I'll hold dear, near and dear to my heart. I just I just threw the image that I'm looking at into our chat. It's great. Yeah, he's he fully leaned over, leaning into a turn. It's great. Yeah, it's, so I, I can see him totally because I mean, how many people are skateboarding in Abu Dhabi? Just Max, right? Like they I'd don't have a, so. big, a contingent of te- of contingent of disaffected teenagers to skateboard around and harass people, and they probably wouldn't put up with it if they were. So it, it was it was fairly awesome. Yeah. To just break Connor out of character and actually get something out of an interview. You know what I mean? That is the magic thing. We, we try to do it on on, on, a, on our podcast shows to to ask some questions or even let things happen that, that you don't have to hear the same stuff over and over and over and over again, like the Mike Goldberg-isms and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. any, other, any other gossip you want me to hit on? Gossip? No. I, I think... I think we're covered. There was some horrific, uh, horrific acting done by uh, Tyron Woodley, but I think we got to save that for we, another week. We'll, we'll save that. Tyron Woodley is certainly a favorite of mine. Yeah, so uh, that was I'm going around last night, though. Yeah, we should <laughs> yeah. talk about that at some point. I'm not ready yet. I'm still digesting. I'm still brainstorming. I'm if, still writing. If if this show or this, this um, the, the MMA Love, Love from America thing um, is something you would listen to in the future. Um, if you have uh, MMA gossip, you want, of course, Luke's take, but also maybe mine, uh, just send it to me and uh, we'll, we'll get it in there. Because th- I think some of the enjoyment I get out of MMA is the gossip and the stuff around it. I'll get... I'll get it's a, a circus. Get, it's the circus. Fight circus, mm-hmm. don't, do remember my, my thing with the Schultz strike only thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're moving on, and we're we're going to a segment we call Luked, and I I, I want to pat myself on the back for that because I, I heard that I'm the first one making that absolutely brilliant joke instead of nuked. It's called Luked. <laughs> I need your input on this segment too because I, I have I have a, a basically sit and do my job and then I think of a thing about MMA and I just write it down in a different text file and keep all these copious notes but I watched an event this week and it wasn't UFC 257 it was a event 
I think it was on Friday during the day for my time. Let me let me let me um, let me get in something. Luke or the, the segment. The idea is that basically you just take something you you saw and and like, and you you're basically gonna ramble about it. Correct? Yeah, I, I'll give you my take for sure. But I, I really need I really need some context that I hope you can provide. Sure. I mean, you sent me you sent me multiple lists during the last few weeks, and um, yes. yes. Do, do you want me to pick yeah, something that, out? Or I give no, you I give you a choice. No, because I didn't send you this. This is okay. this is on the fly, and this is un unscripted content uh, for the listeners. That's risky now. It's risky, but I, I I'll let it happen. I know, but I I know where this is where this could go. But I need to ask, what is Armia fights in Poland? Because I will watch anything if it's free on YouTube while I work, and that's what I ended up watching. Armia fights with F-16s and APCs next to the cage. I mean, that sounds have you like seen that's it? that sounds. No, I didn't. I I I unfortunately have not seen it, but that sounds like a very normal evening MMA show in Poland. It if this is normal, it is fucking awesome because they. I think they had a bunch of fights and fighters, and then they did the main card. I mean, I, I must have I must have sent you the the entrance in KSW by a guy who actually drove into the into the cage with a tank. I know I've seen pictures, but I, you did not send it to me. I'll send it but to I you. Know I've I'll, seen pictures. I'll link it. I'll link it in the show notes. It's it's basically the best entrance ever, and and there was really a guy just just riding to the cage in a tank, in a real tank. That that is not. That is not bad, but this was sort of better. The <laughs> right. reason it's better is because, okay, so for a little context, I know it's January 2021. I assume they have the plague in Poland just like they do everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, this plague, this plague is global. They don't care. No. No, because they had all six fighters for the main event come out, or maybe eight come out and some of them were wearing uniforms so I assume that Armia is like the Polish army and they're just army guys that fight MMA as well but even better is they had this this giant scaffolding set up next to them and a woman out there singing in Polish as they come in and I don't know what she was singing it could have been the national anthem it could have just been a rousing song because she would sing and then the announcer in his checkered suit would announce a couple guys in like a voiceover. And then she would sing more. But the best part was she's 20 feet up on the scaffold and she's surrounded by men with guns wearing balaclavas. And in, in, in you know, I, maybe special forces, maybe not. They looked a little old. I don't know. But, and meanwhile, on stage is the eight guys seven out of eight of them standing there uncomfortably and the one guy who like is super fired up jumping around and shadow boxing by himself yeah, it was yeah. absolutely amazing if i if i'm great. if i'm translating correctly it's armia and it it basically means army so yep. all of all of what you say actually does make sense it it i can only hope that she had rona tests before the event since singing is the best way to spread Rona around a room uh, effectively. But, you know, 
maybe they just don't give a fuck. I don't know. It was just, it just, it was, it was mind blowing on that level. It was mind blowing because there was an F 16 sitting next to the cage. It was super distracting. I, it was hard to like, cause I'm kind of a dork. So I wanted to like, Oh, what kind of plane is that? Oh, what's that? Oh, oh what's that tank over there? They had a tank, they had an APC. Um, and maybe everyone was in the army, but maybe not. It seemed like a couple of the fighters were not, but who knows? I'll definitely, I'll There's definitely check stuff. that out because that's, that's, that sounds like something I, I need to see. There was, there was definitely like one good fight where a woman was getting her ass kicked and then came back, took the, took sort of a side mount from the back and then put her opponent's arm in between her leg, her right leg, and twisted it like a key lock, but did it with her leg. Something like that. Maybe a Kimura. I'm not sure. It was pretty cool. Just... And she won after she got her ass kicked for two rounds. So it was great. It sounds like everything you need out of a out of an MMA event. And the best part, I couldn't understand a word of it. I mean, do you need Which, to? Which, I mean, when you're talking about the desk these days, is usually better than understanding what the desk is saying. I'd you say know? so. That is that is certainly something we can we can go into in in future future shows. Is desk works and commentators and all that stuff. That is that is quite something. Someone sent me a link to a, to the one event. Um, I had to mute it. Shavio is so bad. Shavello <laughs> is the Chavello. worst. Yeah, the, it, this guy is the worst. I, I'm not sure <laughs> why so anybody would think. That his commentating is something that adds to the broadcast that you would like to listen to for several hours, which is most of the time <laughs> the, the the thing these events go. I thought Bas Rutten was was bad in, during his pride days, but actually Scavello is is taking it. It was bad, man. I had to mute it. It was good to watch. I don't remember what happened. I believe Aoki won, but it was uh, yes, it was yes, bad Aoki commentary. Won. Yeah, so. So oh, yeah, he backpacked the guy. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe he's not in the UFC. It's just wild, you know? Yeah, there is but. there is something amiss with, with Aoki and and the UFC. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure even. Did he, didn't he have one fight in the UFC? UFC Japan or he was something? In it. He was yeah, in he it was, yeah. he was released. He was part of the release when they released all the guys who backpack guys, except maybe Damian Maya. He might still be in. Crazy. But they released Shields. They released Aoki. And yeah, that's what Aoki did. I remember it now. He backpacked that guy. I'm scrolling. Human backpacking. I'm scrolling down. Scrolling and scrolling. I don't think he was in the UFC. Oh no way! Really? No. I thought he had a fight. No. Or he was he he was under contract. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay not. I'm not wrong. finding I can't it here. Remember nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's not a it's not a surprise. Well, yeah, you're right. Crazy. Yeah, I, I, I can't see. But yeah, Aoki is, is certainly someone we'll, we'll have to go into. We'll, it, we'll, we'll have to um, check on your on your favorite fighters and and stuff you like for for future shows for sure. So that is that is basically um, some yeah the show we wanted to do. We tried to find out what we're up to today. We tried to talk a bit about actual MMA happenings. Give give Luke's perspective. Um, then we had a gossip segment, which is, I think that that went great. And your Luke segment, which I'm not quite sure. It's it's a it's a surprise for me. It's a risky, <laughs> risky thing to do. But Armia as a first as a first um, talking point in the Luke segment, I think it's yeah. I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely check it out. 
Did we oh, did we forget anything? Do you want to add anything before we we actually part? What? Yeah, I think I I think it's really easy uh, in this sport to only focus on the bad, like I just did with Shavaio. Shavello. Um, Shavello. Yeah, no, I think bad. it's really easy to focus on the bad. And and I guess it's probably like that with anything you're a fan of. Um, but I think it's important to remember that, that we enjoy watching, and I certainly enjoyed watching yesterday and all week after we got Max demolishing Cater while he slipped punches and punched, looking at the desk and yelling at them. I have uh, I have got, an early an early take on on the fight of the year and the fighter of the year and the performance of the year, um, and the appearance in a in another interview where he wasn't actually part of it and it's Max Holloway because that performance at at um, Fight Night Seven against Cater it's it's like you can't even comprehend what this guy did in there. Throw an elbow. That, like he, it, it was it was asto- it was an astonishingly good job did, 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 you know? did he actually break like every record there yeah. there ever was for for strike totals for significant strike totals but i'm not quite a fan of these of these calculations how they calculate significant or non-significant but let's go into that another time but basically max holloway shattered every record there is the the performance i i wasn't even sure if i'm if i was watching a video game or if i watched i watched a real fight and and oh yeah it, it's it's my problem if you haven't seen this fight, good. yeah. If you haven't seen yeah. this fight, I don't know why you wouldn't have seen it, but definitely do it. Um, stream it's it free. illegally. It's out there. <laughs> stream it legally. Stream it illegally. Watch that fight. Yeah, it's this. This will be a hard fight to to top. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a, a fight of the year performance per se, where both guys contributed to it because it's it was pure domination by Holloway. I think I had it like three 10-8 rounds or something like that when I scored for myself? Mm-hmm. There were there were two cards at 50-43 and two cards yeah. at, one card at 50-42, if I remember correctly. So yeah, that, 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 is, that is an early highlight. I wanted to add to your, to your thing. I mean, I love everything MMA. I I'm, can't quite stress enough. We'll, we'll be a bit snarky when we, when we talk or we will, we'll, make, we'll make fun of it. But yeah, we do love it. And I think we're not that... These jaded fans who hate everything, and we, we're—I mean, maybe is, maybe we're, we're loving to, too much. It is easy to become that, and and it's important to remember what did you see that made you super thankful you saw it, and it's been a great week. I mean, it's a luxury. Uh, it's a luxury. Four events this week. I watched Armia. I watched three UFCs in the last seven or eight days, and it's so it's been a great, great week. Um, and the, and and I'm thankful for all those things. It sounds like you're thankful for Max's performance as well. Only I I'm only thankful ask for Max. You, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I hope I hope Max fights soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, for the event calendar, I, I have one event. I'm actually really really looking forward to. It's on the thirtieth, and it's not an MMA event. It's a kickboxing event. Oh. Spicy, okay. It's glory. Glory on the thirtieth. Yeah, glory seventy-seven on on the thirtieth of uh, Saturday. Yes, um, 
yeah, I do. I do really enjoy some some kickboxing too. I, I watch Muay Thai, and but Glory seventy seven seems to be quite a good card from what we see now. They had they had a fallout, but I think we can go into that card in the week um, when it happens. But for me, it's it's def- definitely it's Glory seventy seven with a a small heavyweight tournament, which is. Yeah, I, I to saw a link to that. Uh, you're gonna have to educate me. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. But I'll I'll tune in and try to watch. And then we'll have we'll up. have another highlight. I the next the next UFC fight night is on the seventh of February, I guess. And it's it's another um, kickboxing alum. It's it's the last run of the Ream, Alistair Overeem, and he'll he'll mm-hmm. face Alexander Volkov. And I'm quite looking forward to that fight. I, I'm I'm interested in in seeing if Alistair as the representative of the old man club, uh, has something left in him. How old is Volkov? He's a younger guy than oh, Alistair. Volkov is, Volkov is like 30. Uh, let me check. Oh, man, he is young. 32. He's 32. I could be his dad. Man. The Reem, so the Reem is 40. Really the Reem close. is 40. Yeah. So he's one yeah. of us. So you said last run. Do you actually know something? Is Alistair uh, retiring after uh, that's this what, fight? That was his, he said that multiple times in, in his own podcasts and his, his streams and his videos mm. that his one last run. I, I even think he hashtagged it like a millennial. Wow. Last One last run. Hashtag. <laughs> Big yeah. time is, is there something you yeah, want? I don't know how that works. I, I, I'm looking at the card on Tapology now, and this is a... This is a great event and it's free yeah. so i'll definitely be watching it we've got frankie edgar we've got benil dariush definitely uh, go into that. that 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 alone that 155 fight alone makes me watching it because i need to see if benny wins and moves up and gets into that top 10 yes sir do you have anything you're looking forward to you want to people uh, to check out i'm pretty fired up for the reyes card uh Reyes is going to fight Jiri Prochatska on Prochatska uh, on the in the end of February, uh, about a month away, and that card has some fights on it too. That'll be fun to watch. We'll definitely go into maybe that. not maybe not the highest stakes, but fun. Ah, that's the, the stake thing. That's that's actually something we could discuss. I'm 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 interested in your uh, in your reasons why fights might motivate you or what what you need in order to be interested in, in a fight do you need the stakes mm-hmm. do you need the drama do you need just yeah whatever that's that's something we'll, we'll definitely go into um sure so that might be the end of the very first mma love love from america show do you have any parting words blessings for the people listening happy to do it happy to be here and i'll fight anybody dana puts in front of me if it's Dana, what do you do if it's Dana himself? <laughs> Duck and run. <laughs> <laughs> so, please, if you have any comments on the on the show, if you have any questions for Luke, for myself, if you want to add to some of our segments, feel free to do that. You can follow us on the um, standard platforms like Instagram. It's always MMA Love Podcast. It's Instagram.com slash MMA Love Podcast, just all in one word. Facebook.com slash MMA Love Podcast. And you can visit the website, MMA Love, um, what the fuck would that word be in English? Bindestrich, dash, line, 
dot love dot whatever um interact ask your questions participate luke help me out how do, how would you how would you say the mma love url mmalove.com that's mma-love.com dash i got like it. like share subscribe tell your friends hit that bell luke i really really enjoyed this first recording it's it's quite amazing how this thing came together because we actually don't know each other that well but it's something that needed to happen i guess and i hope you enjoyed it as well and we'll hear you uh, i think we'll we'll try to do it once a week um but we we'll should see. we should get we should do it once a week i'd yeah. say so we'll get the content out to the people and the people will tell us if they want more content or just want us to stop <laughs> so happy days and see you soon thank you sir bye 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 bye